This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. I'm joined here with two of my very close friends and people I respect heaps, a lot, tons, all the adjectives here. And as I was thinking about how to introduce them, I ran out of, uh, of space because there's so many things <laughs> I can say about them. Um, they are bio-integration specialists. They work with entrepreneurs. They work with leaders, change makers. They do a lot of cool stuff. So rather than doing them a disservice, I'm going to let them speak for themselves. So welcome to the show, Ta and Cole Witty. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ani. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We're excited and we're excited that you started this podcast because Entrepreneurs Rising is very, um, very important, not only work, but thought process and collaboration and collection. So, yeah, especially in the time that we're having right now, uh, it's it's really important with all that's going on with people being isolated and businesses uh, on the downslide. It's important for entrepreneurs to rise right now. It's super important. And a big place that we work in, uh, my name is Ta Witty, for those of you who want to hear that again. Ta Witty. Like Utah, without the U. Without the U. Like hat, backwards. Think about it for a second. (laughs) So so, uh, we are bio-integration specialists. And what we do is we help entrepreneurs to actually integrate their body into all of their life's processes, including their businesses. The body is usually the thing that's left at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to esteem of the human organism. uh, right, right above your microbiome. Anyway, it's it's the last thing that that we tend to care for, and so bringing that the, the body up into the the level of esteem of the mind, of the spirit, of the intuition and the heart, and of your social connections is what we help people to really do on on so many uh, amazing levels. It's really important right, right now as things are on on the downslide with the way our financial systems are and the way our business systems are going for entrepreneurs to really take hold of their body situations and how they've been integrated or not integrated and really get it aligned so that their nervous systems are rocking it with their business situation, with their growing. Their nervous systems are able to compensate for the changes in the business structures that are going to happen. Their nervous systems are able to compensate and actually align with what's going on with the changes in the dynamics of their customers and and the people that they serve. So it's really important for the body to be able to manage all of that stuff because if we go into a heightened state of, uh, of, of brain activity, it can actually shut things down so you can't think straight. So that's what we do. We help people to get into that space. Yeah. And as far as who we are, um, Ta was an emergency medicine nurse or has been a nurse for almost, 28, years. Yep, 28 years in clinical emergency room for 23. So when it comes to understanding the body, uh, we both come from a personal training background plus the medical. And then I came from a addiction, um, really starting to understand trauma uh, through my own processes. And then I started to do that with other people. So 
you know, such is the way for most entrepreneurs. A lot of what we do came from our own journeys of dismantling, uncoupling, healing. And for me personally, I had I had just a laundry list of medical conditions and it felt like I would, I could kill it in business and I could make six figures and then my health would crash or it felt like my body was the one thing in my way. And as I started to learn about diet, as I started to learn about the impact of uh, past traumas, right? And not just traumas, not what just happened to me as a kid, but what didn't happen to me as a kid. Maybe that support of the stories I created because of deficit of ideas, whatever it is, led us to starting to, we're both body nerds and we love people and studying people. So through the evolution, our own evolutions brought us to what we're doing now with entrepreneurs and, and being able to see and identify that, wow, they've made all these lifestyle changes. They've got their SOPs for business and their executive team for their, uh, you know, their business slash what they're looking to create, their passion, but they don't have a life team that's supporting them personally, right? They've got all these incredible systems for their business. They don't have the same systems for themselves. So biointegration is integrating with the body's natural processes so that you understand what cues it's giving you. Emotions and pain or discomfort or signals. What are the signals? And especially in a time like now, if a person does not attune themselves to where their body state is, it can immediately hijack them into what we call a transformation trap. So that's kind of like the quick version of who we are and what we do. Yeah. So I want you to go ahead and actually define the transformation trap because there's a few things that you just said that people might not be aware of. And so let's, as you know, as Carl Jung said, until we bring the unconscious into the conscious, it directs our life and we call it fate. So let's start making a few things conscious right now. So tell us a little bit about what is this concept of the transformation trap and how might people who are listening be actually in it without knowing? Sure, the transformation trap is an acronym, right? For tirelessly repeating a painful process. There's two Ps, trap. Trap, right? Tirelessly repeating a painful process. And it's a habit. We And we found that everything with the, the human body is a habit. Uh, when you breathe, it's a habit. When you blink your eyes, you know how to breathe your eyes. It's a habit of your neurology that knows how to cause these functions to happen. And there is the, there's there are paradigms that we get into where we repeat processes for the purpose of transformation. And there's a thing in our societies, not just our society in America, but on this planet, that we have this, this romance with going through painful processes in order to move to another echelon of existence or, or being and state of being. Oh, I went through this horrible thing and that's why I am what I am now. And it's this justification of having to go through a shitstorm in order to be in, in an awesome place. And it's just not the case. Uh, this, is a this is a place that I used to practice from all the time. I did music, I traveled around, I did a lot of stuff and I made sure that I got into the transformation trap all the time. And that's who made me who I am. And I just, and so once I stepped out of that space, I realized that I didn't have to do that. Reprogramming my nervous system didn't have to come from a painful process of impact. There are different ways to impact the nervous system and to impact the physiology into transforming into different spaces without it being a painful process. Yeah, that's right. 
touching my leg because you wanted to oh, talk. No, so, I was just touching so, her leg. Oh, I'll get, I'll get back to it. She's, uh, she's touching my leg under the table here. I'm like, oh, maybe she wants to talk. Is this a cue? She wants That's to all the encouragement she needs. Getting a chubby under here. What's going on? So, <laughs> so you know, th- th- this this painful process is something that has has been glued into most of the people that we work with. They're like, I have to go through this to transform. You have to go through this pain. There has to be this pain place in order for you to see otherwise. And it's just not the case. Uh, from my vantage point now, I've been through a lot of pain and that that did get me to where I was. It's not going to get me to where I'm going. And yeah. as, I, as I find more and more of this coming from an, a space of awareness to be able to transform my body the way I want to without it having to be some external circumstance that I can't control my body doesn't lean into that type of stuff. My body leans into being around people who will support me making an apt, an active, conscious, uh, aware choice, like you were saying about Jung, you know, an, an aware choice of how I transform myself, my business processes, and my relationships with Cole and the people around me. It's from a, a space of high awareness, and that awareness generates from my body uh, and the input that I get from my environment. So that's the transformation trap. It's tirelessly repeating a painful process for the pur- for the purpose of transformation. Yeah, transformation brings momentum. And a lot of entrepreneurs are addicted to momentum um, because it's exhilarating and exciting. But that means we can also create a new paradigm or a new conditioning, a new way of being that requires suffering to change. Yeah, and this is really interesting, right? Because most of us have been conditioned as kids with pain. Right, yeah. pain and punishment and suffering were primary ways in which we were driven to success. We were driven to achievement, and so it's been hardwired in our neurobiology that pain is an essential ingredient to make progress. And this yes. is a coupling which we see in a lot of the entrepreneurs that all of us work with. Right, there is this hustle-driven, grind and sacrifice-driven mentality which is the primary fuel. And this is a fuel that's not sustainable. It's a fuel that's not renewable. It's a fuel that is depleted just like willpower in the course of a day, and especially over you know several years. And yep. it creates diminishing returns over long periods of time. Yes, and most great. entrepreneurs that we see like are struggling, they're suffering, they're hitting a wall. And when we experience a black swan event like we are right now, it completely cripples them. And so in their body, what happens is there's an entrainment that's happening when there's chaos outside and there isn't grounding, centered balance um, in their nervous system, in their bodies, in their minds, then we experience that chaos comes inside. And because the inside usually aligns with what's outside and vice versa, people right now are seeing this chaos in their bodies. They're seeing this chaos yep. in their minds and the fear of potentially having a downturn affect their business, of losing their businesses, of paying, you know, keeping up with payroll, struggling to scale, having the uncertainty of what's going to happen and not knowing, not having control, experiencing this stress and anxiety that is a, a habit and a habituated pattern that they're looping constantly. You know, this is creating so much suffering. So how are you seeing this in a practical way in some of the people that you're working with? I mean, practically, because a lot of how we translate things is somatically or through the body. So it could be sleepless 
tenseness, agitation, tension, right? Shoulder tension, neck tension. Why? They're carrying the weight of the world, of humanity, because we work, again, innovators, thought leaders of wellness, of the online marketing space, of the online business space. And so they are taking on this responsibility, which is very much showing up. So it's like, what do we do about it, right? Because it's not even just themselves and their family. A lot of these entrepreneurs and their teams, they have whole families that rely on the success of their business, right? So when we talk to uh, like our friends that are the multiple seven and even eight figure uh, business owners, for them, a lot of it is like, I cannot lay off my team. Like I refuse to, I will go without money before I will let them go without pay, right? Because then they can't feed their kids. So we are seeing the somatic expression of the weight on their shoulders, neck, head, heavy chest, because the heart space, you know, like the passion and the the need and the drivers. So we call this Puma energy. We identify that entrepreneurs have three energies of evolution, not just entrepreneurs, people do, but from our perspective, when they first say leave the typical corporate ideologies, then they step into a snake phase, letting go of the skin. And I think collectively as a hum- as humans, we are all shedding skin right now because every business owner we know has pivoted. They've had to. So now they've been in that snake phase over the last two or three weeks, shedding what they believed their future projections to be and letting go of what they had been imagining and some even needed to mourn what they, you know, this future image they had created. Now they're back in the excitement and the focus and the drive. This is a Puma phase. So Puma energy is incredible, but sustained for long periods of time, we see adrenal issues. So if, if business owners don't pay close attention to their current processes in their body, then they may help get humanity over this next threshold or uh, through, you know, crossing the finish line of this part of the, the evolution only to crash physiologically. And we've watched this time and time again, where again, the relationships are going amazing. So the business crashes, the business starts to elevate and go amazing. The health crashes, right. And it starts to fortify this system. And if we're going to, if we're going to renegotiate, deconstruct, uncouple some of these beliefs, we have to bring conscious awareness, as you said first. Where is it driving from? And you can check into where your nervous system is because the next energy of evolution is the condor energy. And a condor is a very heavy bird that can go long distances in the Andes, in particular in South America. So it still has to climb. It still has to get its body weight up, which we're in the climb right now. The question is what entrepreneurs are going to get up to go into the soaring for sustainability, longevity, optimization, and who's going to stay stuck in this Puma energy where you're always stuck in the hunt. It doesn't make one better or worse or right or wrong. It's where am I operating from? What's my intention? What's an alignment? And then what's driving me? And we see two backgrounds that people, entrepreneurs in particular, high performance, come from, and I'll let Ta break that down, that 80%, eight out of 10 of our almost a thousand clients that we've surveyed and gathered their information for our onboarding have two most common backgrounds that are still driving them today. Oh, I mean, thanks. Thanks for for putting that on me. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the, those two uh, types of entrepreneurs, the, those two backgrounds that we see a lot, it's not in all cases, it is in most. And it is one, uh, the, and it's, it's daddy issues. Mm -hmm. uh, with most entrepreneurs, it is a daddy issue. Uh, the main thing that we see is an alcoholic father. That's number one. Number two is a father that gave significance from high achievement or punishment for lack of high achievement. And those are the two main things that we've seen with, 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 uh, with our entrepreneurs and why they get into this space of having to be high powered, having to get into that Puma space because they have, have to do this. And you know, there's a lot of training that goes around the, the, the space of falling into the transformation trap in that that Puma energy in that energy where you have to constantly be on the grind and then you, you destroy the body or destroy the business or destroy the relationships, no pain, and, no gain and no pain, no gain. You know, I'm doing all the, the exercising and the eating right, but somehow I keep crashing. Something's going to crash your relationship, your body or your business. It's always the same thing. And we found that, you know, this transformation trap has become a worldwide phenomenon. And it's because I believe it's because entrepreneurship is on the rise. There's so many small businesses that are growing that the, the energy of transformation is everywhere. And so we've every, everybody's doing all this transforming. Everybody's doing all this growing. Everybody's doing all this business creation and it's spread throughout the world like wildfire. And so now since there's so many entrepreneurs everywhere, everybody's falling into the transformation trap. So the whole planet is crashing and it's a perfect opportunity to, to, to take to take this as, as, a, as a sign that we need to change the way that we've been doing things mm -hmm. and change that energy and move into a space where we don't have to move into a crash again. We can optimize our bodies so that they interact with the environment and each other in a space of optimal functioning, optimal immune system, optimal nervous system interaction, and optimal interaction with the planet, um, optimizing how we utilize our, our materials, decreasing our, our waste, our, our plastic usage. All of these things are important because these all lead to the planet being where it is right now. And this is a huge transformation. Our world has never seen so many entrepreneurs at one time. It has not. And, and the corporate monster is crashing, right? And the corporate monster it's is- It's the patriarchal is, is, dinosaurs. It's, it's falling apart. And, for, and, and, and the entrepreneurial spirit is like, oh, now we got to this point. Uh, we have to crash in order to get to the next echelon. All right, so we're in the we're in the we're in the potential crash space. We've got this virus running amok, and the the you know the the bell curve that that could cause calamity and a lot of death is potentially here. Is it going to go up in a high sweep or is it going to go down in in a, in a low sweep? It's really important for us to see this as a potential for a huge transformation trap. And once we get the entrepreneurs that are in a space to be able to do this online, to help lead people into a space where everyone is taking care of themselves, everyone is bolstering their financial situation, their relationship situations, and their physiological situations, everything is going to change. So I'm excited about it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the way things are moving. I'm excited about the evolution of this stuff. And I'm excited about the wake-up call that people have, particularly entrepreneurs who are showing. I mean, look at the coaching world. Coaches are, are showing people how to coach people or we're showing people how to coach people. You know, these are people who are actually showing people how to embody and uplift themselves so that we can interact on, on a really, really deep basis with each other from a peer standpoint, not from a person who's up on a pedestal or somebody who's down below on a pedestal, but from a peer standpoint. And when we can move into that space where our bodies align with this, man, I can't wait to see the shit that happens. And especially now, right? Because in 
let's use the terminology that we just surfaced, right? In terms of the the snake, the puma, and the condor. What's happening is that there is a strong external drive to think short term, to think risk mitigation, to think what what am I going to do right now? What am I going to do this week? What am I going to do this month? And there's a collective contraction happening at the individual level where people are in in terms of their body, they're going into fight or flight. That state is getting anchored and habituated in their bodies. And naturally, when we go into that state, we have to think very short term because we're dealing with a survival risk and a survival threat. And something needs to be done immediately at the physiological level to optimize for survival. We're not thinking long term. We're not making, we're not creating 10 year visions. We're thinking, what am I going to do this month? How am I going to make payroll? How am I going to optimize my cash flow? And the Puma energy is, is a very short term energy. It's how am mm-hmm. I going to kill and eat today or in the next 48 hours? Knowing it's I'm not... going to have to kill again. Exactly, exactly. And it's this cycle, which is, it's never ending, it's persistent, and it requires us to go out and hunt and kill and hunt and kill and hunt and kill. And this is exhausting, right? Because unlike pumas, which are very intelligent creatures, you know, human beings are not as intelligent because pumas probably sleep a lot more. I'm not the world expert on pumas, but pumas probably sleep a lot more than humans do. And regular humans sleep a lot more than entrepreneurs do because entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. think that if I can, you know, squeeze out another two hours on the computer, you know, answering emails, responding to messages, you know, sitting with 15 Exactly. That is what is going to maximize my chances of success. There's no actual energy conservation that's happening amongst entrepreneurs because the mandate from you know, the gurus and the so-called experts is hustle, hustle, hustle. Success comes with right. sacrifice, no pain, no gain, right. as you said. Right. And that's what we call the wounded Puma. And though, and that's the Puma energy that comes from that dysfunctional situation Reactive. from, from the father who didn't give, you know, who, who only gave the approval, uh, you know, from the, from the absent mother in the household, all of this type of stuff. This is what we found is that this energy, this, that the gurus who tell people, this is the only way to, that, that you do it are fortifying this type of energy. And, and it, it's a and projection. It, and, it's a stopping point. Mm-hmm. Yes. and it's a projection. Yep. It's yep. everyone who's spreading those messages is disconnected from themselves. They're projecting their own trauma, their own wounds on the market. Mm-hmm. And the people who resonate with that also have their own wounding and they take on these external beliefs as their own and they imprint these external beliefs which resonate with their internal wounding and they habituate these patterns. So Ta, I want to hear about on, oh yeah <laughs> this is you know this is why these conversations are so key because this is resonance right this is resonance so <laughs> how you know let's 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 join the dots between you know almost three decades practicing medicine in the ER with entrepreneurship like how is this trauma how is this connection with the nervous system and business appearing for you in your work 
How are you seeing on a practical level this translate to people's bodies, their minds, and their hearts? And what are the links, what are the couplings that you're seeing with business? Okay, so the link that I'm seeing with everything is honesty. And the foundation of where we work is from from radical self-honesty. And the thing that I've seen with people crashing their bodies and people crashing their businesses is their inability to be honest. And that is on a very deep, deep level with the self primarily who you are and are you in agreement with the things that you're doing, the people that you live with, the business that you create and the life that you lead? Are you honest with yourself? And is that driven by a shame device? And when shame gets in the way of anything, it causes a person to hide because shame is not approved of uh, or there's an imagination that whatever you are, whoever you are is wrong. There's something wrong with you and it will not be approved of by someone else or everybody else. So people tend to hide and so they they create brands right and they stay on brand but they may not be honest with themselves they may not be living in their true space and so it's the same thing with family life people will live like like it'll be a, a husband and wife living together and the guy will feel like he can't be himself in front of his wife so he's living on brand when he goes home all the time living on brand and then he turns to smoking drinking uh he has all these these dysfunctional outlets for the release of energy and that type of stuff and it eventually becomes a whole toxic paradigm on the physiology. We found that the same thing happens with entrepreneurs when they're creating their businesses and they force themselves to be on brand and their body does not agree with them being on brand because they're actually being dishonest. And when you're dishonest with your brand, people may be like, "Man, that product looks real good or that service looks real good, but, but something's a little something that just ain't yeah. clicking for me." Or I'm a coach, a, or I, you know, that coach is is just something that's not clicking because the physiology you can't lie to a physiology. You may be able to block, it, block yourself from taking the signals in, but your body knows and the body of the people around you know. And 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 this is one of the things that I've been finding is, is in, in congruence is when people do this long-term destruction of their physical body, they do a long-term destruction of their business. They do a long-term destruction of their relationships. And this is, these, this is the, the gluing point for all things is this radical, radical, radical self-honesty about who you are how your body feels, where you like to be, the people that you love. Do you like your kid, not like your kids? Do you like your spouse or not like your spouse? Do you like your business or not like it? Even And, and people have these ideas that once they get into a relationship, they get married, that's it. They can't leave. They're not supposed to go. So they, they tear themselves apart. The same thing with and having- it shows up internally. And it shows up internally. On some people, it might show up as external uh, fat gain. For other people, it shows up internally as ulcers and stomach issues and all sorts of things. And showing up and like, like, all right, I want to be a parent. So you have a kid and then you don't like being a parent and then you hide it and you don't tell anybody. It's the shame device and it burdens the body. And it's the same thing that we find with entrepreneurs that get into businesses and they don't like it after a while, or they don't feel connected to it anymore. And they feel like they have to, because they started it and they've created, they've already put in so much, put in work. so much, they've created an economy. They have a staff and a team and they don't know what to do with themselves. And they cause themselves to crash their bodies physically crash. And that's how they get out of it. Yeah. Your body will take you where you need to go, regardless if you listen to it or not. And your body knows the pathway that's easy. And, and the, your body is always about ease the mind gets in the way and makes things very complicated. So these are this is the bridge that I've found. I hope that answers what you were asking for. But the bridge that I've found is the loneliness and the dishonesty that come from 
from from shame devices and not being able to hold yourself where you truly are as an individual, it disrupts everything around you. It disrupts your family. It disrupts your business. It disrupts your friendships. It disrupts your sex life. It disrupts everything. Your community, it disrupts everything. I cannot stress enough how much dishonesty completely destroyed my body, completely mm-hmm. destroyed my relationships, completely destroyed everything. Caused my and, medical conditions and fed mine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as soon as I started to start becoming honest and getting around a person who I could be completely honest with, that's when my stuff started to lift. Okay. I used to wear glasses. I was told I'd be blind by the time I was 40. I see better now than I've seen in my entire life that I can remember. And I'm 48 now. Okay. So there are, there are plenty. I used to wear glasses from the time I was 12 till I was 44. I wore glasses. And, and the more honest I am with myself, the more my body accepts my nutrients properly, the more my body accepts everything that I do because I'm honest and my body can actually relax. And when you can relax, that's, that's when your body goes into the parasympathetic space and it can actually heal itself. And that's where the most healing happens. That's where the most growth, most, most, that's most. where the most growth happens. That's where the most, uh, thought thoughtfulness happens in that parasympathetic rest state where you can be imaginative and you can create. So the, the space that I've found that, that has been the linking factor, bro, is dis honesty and loneliness that comes from being dishonest. And, and that, 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 is, that is manipulated by shame. That that's, that's the, the root of it is shame, no. the shame devices that something is wrong with you. If you operate this way or something, you know, you, you're doing something wrong, which is guilt, shame's close cousin, uh, those two pair together and they disrupt everything. And if, and, and we've watched them, we've watched people have businesses tank We've had people, like I said, have relationships tank, their bodies tank, you know, all kinds of stuff happen as a result of this. So, yeah. That's, um, so this is such an important conversation, right? Because a lot of people are likely, a lot of entrepreneurs are likely in shame right now, right? Because there's something happening that's outside their control and it's affecting their family. It's affecting their employees, it's affecting their clients. And this is an area that's ripe for shame. It's ripe for dishonesty. It's ripe for guilt. And, you know, the way I see this also translated is disconnection because, you know, connection is a very, very, very fundamental need for the human being as an organism. And when we feel shame, when we feel guilty, when we are dishonest, we are disconnected from ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we're disconnected from ourselves, we are we are robbing ourselves of the opportunity to make the impact we want to make, to show up authentically, to show up in a way that's self-integral, to actually perform at our peak, to actually impact the world and our communities and our clients yes. in the way we know we're capable of. Yes, man. Right? Yes. And so let's yes. let's yes. do let's toss back some questions that people who are listening, people who are watching, can ask themselves to self-evaluate and self-reflect where they are in terms of all of these things. Go. I mean, for me, the question that I find myself staying in and has become my mantra is: Am I making this easy, or am I making this hard? Because there is a lot of uncertainty right now, but there is a lot that I can control within this this construct that I'm creating. Do I have what I need right now? And, you know, sitting down and really getting clear 
on with what your current resources are, how far will it get you so that it's asking for help before it's life or death, right? Not waiting until that transformation trap where I have no choice but to be innovative. How about the next evolution of that is really having this romance and this experience with my resourcing, whether it's money, relationships, whatever, to fully understand where I am so I can communicate to others how to help me. So am I making this easy or am I making this hard? I love that. And for for me, it would be, uh, am I being honest? That's the number one thing. Am I being honest about everything, right? And then add, am I being honest about dot, dot, dot? The next thing is, do I like or love blank, right? Do I like or love or something else my mom? Do I like or love or not like this food? Do I like or love or not this house? Do I like or love or not the way my business is going? Do I like or love or not my business partner? And just ask it out loud so that the body actually hears it and you can feel it in your body. There's a place that we work from that that I believe that the mind is the connection to consciousness. It doesn't necessarily reside inside the brain and the body. And when you bring those questions inside from consciousness, inside the brain, the body can actually act on it. So when you speak it and you do it in front of the mirror, Mm -hmm. you ask yourself out loud, do I like this carpet in my house? And see what your body feels. Is your jaw tight? Is your eyebrow raised? Is it starting to itch? You starting to itch. You know, what's going on? Always ask those two questions. Am I being honest? And do I like love or something else this? And once you once you tune into your body and see what that is, that's where the transformation starts. That's where you can start making the decisions. You may have to make some really difficult decisions to move yourself into a space of being whole. And that being may authentic. And that, and that yeah, and that may come from some discomfort, but it doesn't have to come from a painful space. And that there's a difference between pain and discomfort. And so we encourage people to lean into discomfort. You know, discomfort is a signal that change is happening. Pain is a signal that something is wrong and that you need to address right now. So we don't, we're not looking to get people into a pain space. We're looking to, to, you know, help them ease, you know, get into that discomfort space and move to the other side and see what's on the other side. At least the people that don't want to learn from pain. Pain is an amazing teacher. Don't make it your mentor. Yeah. I love that. And I want to dig into that in a second. I want to share a question that's coming to me right now, which is, if I could wave, or if you could wave a magic wand and create any reality across your life, your health, your business, uh, your relationships, your money situation, what would you create? And assume that there's no consequences, there's no way for you to fail, there's no hurt feelings across you know anyone you know or love. And just notice how different the picture you create is from your current reality. And I think that's a great starting point to start to ask questions and go deeper into why are the things the way they are right now in my life? What am I tolerating in my life that I no longer resonate with, that I'm no longer aligned with, that doesn't feel integral, that doesn't feel resonant for me inside? And, you know, I want to jump back into something you said, which you know, it was a it was a casual remark, but I think there's a lot in there, which is this di- which is this difference between discomfort and pain. And Ta, you and I have talked about this as you know, de-stress and eustress. There's many ways to characterize this, and I believe that for entrepreneurs, this is one of the 
most important distinctions we can make. So let's dig into that. What do you see as the difference between discomfort and pain? And how is this often confused? And what is the what is the key here that needs to be unraveled to actually live life and grow business in a way that's sustainable, that you know, that grows us, that feels peaceful, fulfilling? And what actually turns this upside down and makes it a destructive, self-hating, you know, painful process. Right. So for me, you, you No, go, go. Yeah, you're okay. so, you're master so, of explaining it. So. so so for me, discomfort would be like when you go to the gym and you lift the dumbbell, right? Mm-hmm. You the next day you may feel some soreness in your bicep, right? And that's the discomfort that you get to triggers your body to start to say, hey, that was really heavy. Let's change this musculature so that the next time we do this, the next time we're faced with this, it's not as difficult and we don't potentially rip something or break something and we get the task done. Now, if I lift the dumbbell up and it starts to have a, there starts to be a sharp pain tearing through my arm, it's 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 my body telling me to stop immediately because something is wrong. That's way too much weight, more than I can handle. That's pain. Right? Those are differentiating situations. And it's just like you're being in a relationship. You have a conversation that's a little uncomfortable. It's like, you know, we talked about, you know, I wanted to, to step outside the relationship and maybe open things up. It got a little uncomfortable. And then there's the, you, you know, you're an asshole, get away from me. And, and there's pain because you're actually feeling horrible about yourself and your body is telling you, red alert, let's leave this situation. There are differences. Is. And when when the, the thing that, that makes it a problem in, in my experience with myself in particular and with Cole and with other people is that pain can become a habit. Just like I said at the beginning of, of this thing, everything is a habit and pain can become a habit and we can get locked into pain. Like Cole said, being a mentor all the time, we get into this habit of painful processes. We get into this habit of painful processes and it becomes a problem. Our businesses are driven by the idea that we will not be in pleasure. They're, they're, they're driven to solve pain points. Look at most, most businesses, right? They're there to solve a pain point. What we are looking to do is get people to solve an awesome point. Let's get you to an awesome place so that you don't have to deal with pain all the time. So we're flipping that on its head because business are the way our businesses have been structured and 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 you can go online and look at any business from from a mop to to a can opener to a coaching business all of these things are solving somebody's pain point, a problem. Hey man, listen, when you open your can, you'll be filled with joy. Not, oh, you have all these problems opening cans. No, man, let's get you to to ease so you can open this. Our language is deficit-based and pain is a deficit of freedom from pain, right? And so when you look at like, like you don't have enough money, you're in pain, your kids are suffering and deficit. Everything is deficit. And just the language, when we shift the language around what we're doing and how we're doing it and why we're doing it and how we're presenting ourselves, I believe that's how we turn all of this over onto the other side. But this, this pain, the habit of pain, the habit of deficit is built into our financial structures. It's built into our religious structures. You're, you're not good. So you're not going to go to heaven unless you do this. So you're going to burn in hell for eternity, right? I mean, well, you know, and most people pain. create to avoid hell right or let's say they're they're not focusing on getting to heaven we'll just use this as an example they're focusing on staying out of hell so it's the same with pain they're just trying to not die not be optimal in vitality and optimization of living 
And so part of it as a business owner is taking that initiative of how am I going to experience my business, my relationships, my, my family? Am I going to do just enough so that it doesn't tank? And then at times it's going to tank, you know, am I going to do the bare minimum because the financial payoff carries more value or more weight to me? You know, like this becomes a physiological habit that gets conditioned into your body and into your brain in a neural pathway. Your body believes it's necessary. Yeah. One way I see this manifesting, you know, in most people, but especially entrepreneurs is this relentless focus on what they don't want on all yep. the things they're trying to avoid this obsession with fighting, putting out fires, fighting fires, this obsession with continually being in this problem solving mindset. And um, how I see this manifest in my clients is that, you know, the, the addiction to problem solving is so intense that mm -hmm. when there are no problems, they create the problems so they can have mm -hmm. the dopamine hit of having something to solve. Mm -hmm. And this is this has been one of the most fascinating parts of my work, working with hundreds of, you know, six, seven, eight figure CEOs. What I see most common is that there's a fundamental discomfort associated with things being okay. Yeah. Things yep. being okay is or feels easy like a warning general. signal. Exactly, or easy in general. And so what happens is as soon as right, relaxing is something that's fundamentally uncomfortable as well. Yep. So what happens in their body, what happens in their mind is as soon as they get into a stable, easy, chill place then they create problems, they sabotage that place so they can get back into the familiar because, you know, from a neurobiological perspective, we have an obsession with the familiar because the familiar equals safe for the reptilian brain. And the unfamiliar right. is unsafe and being calm, being peaceful, being relaxed is all unfamiliar for entrepreneurs because they're addicted to the pain. Right, and, and, and that familiarity with pain, that, that pain, the disc when I, I always say this people will die in discomfort and live in pain. Like pe people would rather be dead, right? Or live in pain than be in a discomfort space. And that's where the transformation lies in, in the case, discomfort. Yes. It lies in the discomfort. It's the place in between pain and ease, right? It's the discomfort space. That's where your body transforms. That's where your situation changes. That's where the tension is. That's where you stress lies. Like we were talking about before, that is that space. And most entrepreneurs, like we were saying, when they were groomed and they grew up as kids, most of the real high powered ones had these really dysfunctional parents that drove them from a space of being in a chill space that they knew or sort of chill space into this horrible pain place and then back. There was no discomfort. So it was always impact and not repetition. And these people learn from impact. And that's two ways that we create habit in the body and in the, in the physical, in the human existence is impact and repetition. When you learn to tie your shoes, you tied it from over and over and over again, over and over and over again. If you got spanked, you learn not to do something from impact. Right. If you fell in love, it was because of the impact of the of the interaction that you have. Repetition and impact. The only thing that holds more weight than repetition or impact is both of them together. Right. Somebody slapping you in the head if you don't tie your shoe properly. Tie your shoe right. Right. So you get the impact and the repetition and the pain at the same time. And that's the coupling that you're talking about. So I mean, I'm I'm with you on that, bro. So with you, man. That discomfort is something that most entrepreneurs will not reside in that space. They cannot and hold it's, still. And it's not, you know, it's not the discomfort of 
something being painful, like, like a discomfort of if I'm pinching myself. For most um, high-performance people, it's the discomfort of ease. Mm -hmm. Like, can yeah. I allow this to be in flow and to create and allow the ease? You're Pleasure is pain. Pleasure yeah, is pain. You're, you're talking to somebody who could not relax at all. I couldn't relax to save my life. I had to learn to relax from her. And, and this was something I thought I knew how to relax. I did not. He knew how to rest, like rest his body, his energy to a point. But relaxation is the only was, way for regeneration and for the body to recover. It was frightening. Not just resting. And so most entrepreneurs will learn to rest, but that's only for the next hunt. Yeah. that's that's And that's the transformation trap yep. in a nutshell. I love it. This has been hugely illuminating. And I Thank think everyone who listens will find something or dozen things to take away. Tell us where people can find you. Tell us what you're up to these days. Yeah. And so for now, because things are evolving um, and we're also looking at bringing our audience closer to us, which means a little bit away from Facebook and places where we are limited in impact. So if you text optimize to two two. 999, we're going to start doing free masterminds off of line, right? Where we're just going to meet on Zoom. So if someone's looking to have more of these conversations in a collective, you have to be on our text list in order to join them. There's no fee to be on it as of now. I can't say that's not going to change a week from now. Right now, it's about the having this resource for people to get them through. So if you've been looking like you need support, you've been looking to talk to people that really know their stuff, we're looking for people that are 300K plus a year or have had, or at some point, right? We really need like a half a million or more for you to understand the systems and the depth we're going into. So, um, and that's because of the team building and, and concepts that could come up, could be a lot for someone that's a bit more novice in business. Um, and we want everyone to feel mutually supported. So either text OPTIMIZE to 22999, or you can always hit us up on all the social networks is Ta Cole, T-A-H-K-O-L-E. -E. And then our podcast, Mentor in the Mirror, threw that in too. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much, guys. I can't wait to have you guys back. Yeah, man. Mutual. Thank you so much for asking yeah, such awesome. awesome questions and for always having an illuminating perspective. And I love talking with you, brother. It was great having you with us the other day. And uh, yeah, thanks, man. Love you guys. Can't wait to see you soon. Love you, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.